very often you'll find a zipper hidden in the uh, arm. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. You'll excuse the fact that I'm out of breath, but about 10 or 15 minutes ago, a tragic thing from all indications at this point has happened in the city of Dallas. Let me quote to you this. And I'll, you'll excuse me if I am out of breath. A bulletin. This is from the United Press from Dallas. President Kennedy and Governor John Colony have been cut down by assassin's bullets in downtown Dallas. Here is a bulletin from CBS News. In Dallas, Texas, three shots were fired at President Kennedy's motorcade in downtown From Dallas. Dallas, Texas. The first the flash say that President Kennedy has been President seriously Kennedy wounded died by this at shooting. 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. President Kennedy is reported to be fighting for his life in a Dallas hospital, but reports conflict. Mr. CBS Kennedy was struck in the head. Dead. The governor of Texas, John Connolly, was shot in the back. It's reported the American vice president... This is Ed Hogan of WFAA television in Dallas, Texas. We are standing on the grounds of Parkland Hospital where President Kennedy was brought just uh, a few hours ago and has died, as most of you have already, uh, already know. We want to uh, possibly talk... Welcome to this week's episode of Conspiracy Busters, in fact the first episode of this series. The aim of this podcast series is to tackle all things conspiracies, breaking down the fact from the fiction in an attempt to find out the truth of some of your favourite conspiracies. Now, in this episode, I will be talking about the JFK assassination. Was, as it suggested, a one-man job, or in fact, was Kennedy's death the result of a broader plot? I'm Ruben Threlfall, and this is Conspiracy Busters. John F. Kennedy, America's 35th president, was assassinated more than 50 years ago on November 22nd, 1963. He was struck with two bullets, one in the neck and one in the head, while riding an open-top limo through Dallas, Texas. Lee Harvey Oswald was charged with the killing of JFK from the now notorious sixth floor of the Texas School Book Depository. However, many Americans and even speculators around the world just do not believe this version of events. In a 2003 ABC News poll, it was found that 70% of Americans believe in a wider conspiracy surrounding his death. Now, it wouldn't be right of me at all to sit here and talk about the JFK assassination without even referencing the Zapruder film. The Zapruder film is a color motion picture sequence shot by Abraham Zapruder and it's actually given many people an unprecedented access to another point of view and in theory it's led to the many suggested conspiracy ideas. Now let's get down into the nitty gritty areas. What are the main conspiracies that people believe? Well firstly there's this idea of the grassy knoll theory that actually Lee Harvey Oswald didn't act alone and there was in fact another person who shot from the grassy knoll. Secondly, there's this idea that it was actually a mob hit. It's suggested because of Kennedy's unsuccessfulness in overthrowing Fidel Castro in Cuba and his brother Robert Kennedy who was cracking down the mobs in his role as Attorney General pursuing the case against Jimmy Hoffa and the mobs, it's suggested that they turned on him and killed JF Kennedy. 
finally, and what I actually think is quite concerning is many people believe that it was an inside job, that actually the government were involved, more importantly the CIA were heavily linked. It suggested that because of their anger over the Bay of Pigs invasion, they decided to turn against him and assassinate him. Hi, it's me. So I'm just about to call John C. McAdams, who is an American professor of political science. Um, he teaches courses, he's written a book and runs a website all about the JFK assassination. The book he's published is called JFK Assassination Logic, How to Think About Claims of Conspiracy. Um, I've, I've just been Googling him and having a look at what he's done and there's web pages and articles and resources and links all devoted to debunking various conspiracies regarding the assassination. Now, I find it really interesting when I've had a look at his material, many people say that it's the best collection of Kennedy assassination related information out there. So I'm really interested to just pick his brain and see what he's got to say about the various conspiracies that surround the JFK assassination. first one um, is that the idea of the grassy knoll theory that Lee Harvey Oswald didn't actually act alone and that instead there was a second shooter on the grassy knoll. Well, there were several witnesses in Dealey Plaza that thought they heard shots from the grassy knoll. But it's important to remember that Dealey Plaza has buildings on, uh, on three sides uh, and a uh, large railroad overpass, concrete overpass on the other. So it's essentially an echo chamber. Um, it's, it's particularly important to understand uh, that well over 100 witnesses uh, who heard shots, uh, the overwhelming majority heard shots from only one location. Now, there's overwhelming witness testimony of a shooter in the depository several eyewitnesses plus uh, two guys uh, on the fifth floor directly below uh, the uh, sniper's nest on the sixth floor of the depository who heard shooting uh, from from overhead and one of them harold norman even heard cartridge cases hitting the floor and uh, virtually uh, the vast majority heard only three shots so for us to believe the grassy knoll witnesses, we would have to believe that they were six shots fired, three from the depository, three from the grassy knoll, and the people who heard shots from the grassy knoll somehow didn't hear any of the shots from the depository, and the people who heard shots from the depository uh, heard none of the shots from the grassy knoll, um, and which makes no sense. And if they were shot from only one location, the overwhelming evidence is there was a shooter uh, in the sniper's nest uh, in the depository. People suggest that the mob uh, organized the whole crime. The simple fact is that Lee Oswald ha had no real connections with the mob. There's no evidence he was any sort of real mobster. Uh, 
if memory serves, he was a uh, he, he was wasn't a Sicilian. The closest thing to any connection between Oswald and uh, the mob clearly just did did not did not like uh, did not like Lee Oswald. The final conspiracy that I've found across the internet keeps cropping up is people believe the government did it. You can posit all kinds of things. But to make that case, you have to posit a huge number of things for which there is no evidence. For example, the idea uh, that Oswald would have been mad uh, at Kennedy for the Bay of Pigs was ridiculous. And if you look for any evidence uh, that uh, anti-Castro Cubans uh, in any way manipulated or influenced Oswald, there isn't any. And unless you posit that Oswald, going back to age 15, was just faking being a left winger, and the whole time was engaged in pretending to be a left winger while being a right winger, uh, even as a teenager, uh, there's just no way Oswald would have done the uh, uh, done the dirty work of the uh, anti-Castro Cubans. I guess this leads nicely into what you actually think happened. Well, yeah. Well, Oswald shot Kennedy from the sixth floor of the Texas School Book Depository. The evidence is overwhelming. Uh, the Commission Exhibit 399, uh, which uh, conspiracy people uh, deride as the magic bullet, um, uh, it wasn't magic at all. When you roll out computer graphics and look at all the photographic evidence, the trajectory was just perfectly aligned to hit Kennedy uh, and Connolly. That bullet matched Oswald's Malika Carcano rifle to the exclusion of all other weapons. There were two um, fragments of bullets, uh, apparently from the headshot that fragmented when it hit Kennedy and Hart's skullbone, found in the front seat of the limo. Uh, they matched Oswald's Manlicker Carcano to the exclusion of all other weapons. The Manlicker Carcano was discovered on the sixth floor of the depository. It had Oswald's palm print on it. The rifle discovered on the sixth floor of the depository was the same, had the same serial number as the rifle Klein's sporting goods shipped to an Alec Hydell, that, that was Oswald's, one of Oswald's aliases, at a post office box in Dallas that was rented by Oswald. Um, so the evidence against Oswald is, um, is, is pretty much airtight. Yeah, thank you very much. I really appreciate you uh, giving me some of your time and Okay. Well, well, listen. You uh, you take care and uh, and uh, best wishes uh, on uh, uh, on this project. You can make your own mind up about what you think John had to say, but. I think it's really interesting to listen to someone who has so much insight and detail surrounding such an event. 
At the beginning of making this podcast, I was honestly a firm believer of a wider conspiracy surrounding JFK's death, but I'm starting to think otherwise since having a conversation with John. The detail John provided about eyewitness accounts just makes me really think that maybe this conspiracy was made up by speculators to sort of justify such an horrific incident. So I've just um, organised a chat with a couple of lads over Skype who are plugged into the JFK assassination. I'm just going to ask them a couple of questions about what they actually think happened. I think, because as much as, like I say, I've read, it has been proven that Harvey Oswald, yeah, well, it's been proven that he shot him, but it's just obviously who he was working for. And if there were any any other accomplices or whatever, but I believe that he shot him under the the instruction of the mob. I think tragically there was a plot to assassinate John F. Jeff Kennedy um, by Lee Harvey Oswald, um, and whether or not he was helped by someone. I mean, for something to be as sophisticated you have to sophisticate it's got to have a sophisticated plan behind it to actually assassinate a president so i don't think that he would have acted alone um in the assassination of kennedy perfect thank you usually when i finish uh interviewing someone i will tell them thank you very much for their time and and then i'll cut it off but liam asked if he could add one more thing which i actually find really interesting i thought i'd uh, play it out usually they stem from just you know questioning something for the sake of it and just hoping that there's something more sinister behind uh an event that's happened for example there's several different uh, conspiracy theories on anything any tragedy that happens there will probably most likely be a conspiracy theory on it and I think it's because people don't necessarily trust uh, government sources when they're doing a public inquiry into something. And um, that's quite a bit of an issue in our society. After listening back to what Liam had to say, it sort of consolidates what I felt after my call with John. The ideas that he displayed and what Liam had to say just makes me think that maybe after such a traumatic incident as the JFK assassination, People probably just want an escape, something to believe in that's not the actual truth. So I have to say, for this conspiracy, it's busted.